Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are three Indiana teams projected in the NCAA tournament. They are Indiana State as a 10 seed, Butler as a 7 seed, which is great. And what a win they had over Creighton the other night. 13th ranked Creighton at Creighton. Really hard place to win. Good for Thad Mata and the Bulldogs. And Purdue, who is projected by Jerry Palm to be a 1 seed. Absent, obviously, the Indiana Hoosiers, 5-6 and six in the Big Ten, is not going to get you into the NCAA tournament. What needs to happen for Indiana to get fixed and be a fixture in the NCAA tournament? We will talk about that, and is Mike Woodson the guy to get him there? Talk about that. Colts owner Jim Irsay, it has been four weeks since tomorrow, four weeks from tomorrow, that we've heard any kind of update on the condition of Jim Irsay. It was January 9th that we learned that he was suffering from a severe respiratory illness and, and recovering from that illness. Since then, we've heard from Chris Ballard, which was a day or two later, where he said uh, he is stable. And that's not the thing you want to hear from a guy who's recovering from a severe respiratory illness. There have been rumors bandied about, and we really haven't heard squadoosh from the Colts or the Ursay family as it relates to Jim's health. And I think it's time for an update. We'll talk about that a little bit too. NBA All-Star Weekend, we are just really 10 days from the beginning of all the festivities. Going to be a cool weekend for the city of Indianapolis. This, and we're going to give away the jersey, all right? We're going to draw a winner. There were so many really good entries that I decided, you know what, I'm taking all of the DMs, I'm entering all of them on tickets, and I'm going to pull out a winner. So we'll see who wins the Kristen Press uh, jersey autographed by Kristen Press. She, a member of the United States women's national soccer team. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now for Monday, February 5th, 2024. Brought to you by the great people at my bookie. Super Bowl, Chiefs, 49ers, prop bets all over the place. Taylor Swift, everywhere. What's she going to wear? What's her hair going to look like? Where's she going to sit? All of these are prop bets you can make at my bookie. And you can also, uh, Reba McIntyre is not going to take the typical two and a half minutes to sing the national anthem. I think the over-under on my bookie is somewhere around 88 seconds. We'll see. 
uh, exactly how that goes and what side you should. When she's done this in the past, she was a little bit quicker than that. Does that make any difference? I don't think it means anything whatsoever. But we'll, it's fun. So, And that's what my bookie is. My bookie's a lot of fun. And if you use the promo code KENT, you can choose from the bonuses you can receive. That is a nice deal. Putting your bonus in your hands. How about that? Make sure and subscribe to this channel. Nice thing to do. Good thing to do. And hit the bell icon so you get an alert every time we go live, which is twice every weekday at least. Tomorrow night, Indiana plays at Ohio State. So we'll do a special post game after that. Hopefully, for the love of God, please let it be a celebratory post game. Something with a little bit of happiness. Something that allows me to convey a little bit of hope. Can we? Spent some time with Dan Dockich today on his new show on 1430 Indy Sports Ticket. And we went at it for an hour talking about IU, what's wrong. And out of that, we're, uh, I've got a list of things that have got to be decided by Indiana University and perhaps Mike Woodson moving forward. Hit the uh, thumbs up icon. That means you like the video. It's just the nice thing to do. Anytime you watch a YouTube video, hit the like. It's a nice thing. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. Nothing wrong with making a donation. We enjoy that. All right, let's talk about Indiana basketball. And, and the biggest question about Indiana basketball, and that's whether Mike Woodson is the guy to fix what's broken. There's no question this thing is broken. And, and it really hasn't been broken by Mike Woodson, but I think a lot of what's happened the last two years where Indiana went to the NCAA tournament twice, that had a lot to do with Trace Jackson Davis playing and leading at a really high level. And so without Trace Jackson Davis, the wheels have come off the rails and the train has headed off the bridge. Is there a way to put this thing back up on the rails? And is Mike Woodson the guy to do it? Uh, can he fix what's broken? Is he capable of putting wins ahead of friendship, cronyism, and the status quo? Uh, what if this doesn't work, right? Um, so let's talk about the questions about Indiana basketball. What needs to be done in order to get this thing fixed? And then we'll talk about whether Woodson's the guy to enact these fixes. All right, number one, you've got to decide upon a culture. You've got to recruit and hire to it. Hire assistants, hire dobos, all that kind of stuff. Hire to that culture. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Recruit to that culture. We see what that is at Wisconsin. We see what it is at Purdue. When you work to bring together, when you, and Dan brought this up, his interview with Rick Barnes this morning on OutKick, Rick Barnes was talking about evaluating rather than recruiting. You've got, to rec you've got to evaluate first, and then you need to recruit who you evaluate who could fit within your program. Back in the day, 
uh, according to Dan, and we all heard stories about this, that uh, Bob Knight would put it uh, to a bit of a vote. He would solicit the opinions of people within the program to evaluate those, uh, evaluate those who were potentially coming to the program, who were recruited and visited. Does this person fit? It's a great question. And it's a, the players are absolutely the guys that you have got to talk to about that as they host the player during the visit. Uh, number two, you have got to fill the roster with win-first people. If all they're doing is coming to Bloomington for eight months, they hope, before they're drafted to the NBA, you want that guy? Why would you want that guy? Jalen hood Shafina, first-round draft pick, just outside the lottery at number 15 going to the Lakers. What'd he win? You know what I mean? How much do you get by bringing in a first-round pick every single year? If, if Kalel Ware goes in the first round in the June draft this year, what does that mean? If Indiana winds up going, you know, 15 and 17, is that, do you feel good that you had a first-round kid and, and you had a losing record or barely a winning record? Looks like Indiana's going to miss a tournament. Do you feel good? about bringing in guys and developing them into NBA players rather than bringing in people who can win. Uh, number three, you've got a coach without regard to comfort if you want pe- players to embrace discomfort. And you've got to want, you've got to have that. They need to say no more. I'm going to do what's necessary no matter how much I ache and how much I hurt and how tired I get mentally I'm going to do what it takes to win because I can't take losing. You need people like that in your program, and I question how many of those guys on Indiana's team feel that way about losing. It seems like they walk around and they behave on social media as though they've already won a national championship. Well, that's just not the case. I mean, you you can't be a champion for 22 hours a day when you're not playing and then a non-champion for the two hours when you are playing, you look like a crazy person. And that's what Indiana looks like when they're on the floor. Uh, number four, you got to decide whether you have the energy for the heavy lifting to turn this program around. Mike Woodson isn't a spring chicken. He's got all the money he's ever going to be able to spend in his life. He and a, a group of other former players own like half of Bloomington. What's he need? It's nice to make $4 million if all that's asked of you is to drink wine and smoke cigars. That's not too difficult. So why would you stop that? Somebody has to hold Mike Woodson accountable and make him go through a little bit of discomfort, right? Doesn't that make sense? Everybody who answers to somebody is uncomfortable a little bit. You got to be uncomfortable and you've got to be willing to be uncomfortable and in management at the level that Mike Woodson's at or the level that Scott Dolson's at, you got to be willing to have subordinates be uncomfortable in their positions a little bit in order for them to flower, right? And do the things necessary in order to gain separation. Look, it's not just about Indiana becoming a good basketball program. They have to become a better basketball program than Purdue and Wisconsin and Michigan State and Illinois, and Iowa, and on and on and on, 
if they are going to be successful in the Big Ten. This is a comparative deal. This isn't Indiana in isolation, Indiana in a vacuum. This is Indiana improving at a level greater than its rivals in their conference. Not hard to understand, is it? Uh, number six, you got to demonstrate an understanding that talent is not the most important attribute to a player can have. Talent isn't enough. you got to want to win. How talented, and I know Matt Painter's had, had some things to say about Braden Smith. Braden Smith, not on the Bob Cousy list, right? He's not uh, uh, one of the semifinalists, not one of the ten who is, is now being considered for the Bob Cousy Award as the nation's best point guard. Why? Because he doesn't appear to be very talented. Matt Painter, although he plays really hard and his teams win, Matt Painter says that's a bunch of crap. If you think that uh, that, that kid is not one of the best, if you think he's 11th best point guard in college basketball, he wants, Matt Painter does, wants you to coach a Big Ten team because Braden Smith is easily that, right? But Braden Smith is a winning basketball player. Braden Smith does what's necessary to win. That's what Indiana is missing. You, you, can't, you can't win unless you're willing to get a little bit uncomfortable and say, come on, and, and smack a guy in a locker room or something to get him out of his shell and get him to embrace discomfort. Uh, number seven, you got to show fans accountability is being asserted or the fans will, what they're going to do is they're going to bring accountability to you. And that's not what Mike Woodson wants. You have got to, this is the way it had been, and this goes back to Bob Knight. Bob Knight, Indiana fans who grew up watching basketball as it was coached by Bob Knight, understood if somebody made bad plays, it was going to be addressed and consequences were going to be meted out. Nobody understands that now. So what'd you have on Saturday? You had fans booing. Why'd they boo? Because they didn't see Woodson address the team in a way that would convey to them that this crap will not stand. You got to show fans that you're willing to bring a little bit of adversity to this roster or the fans are going to rebel against you, and you don't want that. That's how, is, is Mike Woodson willing to do all that stuff? What are we about? What does a potential... I always go back to the book Super Scout, a guy named Jim Russo, who's a scout for the St. Louis Browns and then the Baltimore Orioles, as the Browns became the Orioles. He wrote a book with Bob Hamill great sports writer from Bloomington. And he said in it, the Baltimore Orioles changed as an organization when the general manager of the organization said to scouts, I don't want people in here that you don't foresee being a part of a championship operation. If you see a player who's a championship level player that you can foresee being a part of a champion, sign him. And this was before the amateur draft started. What was that, 1965, right? Something like that. All of a sudden, the scouts looked at guys differently, started looking at prospects differently. That's what needs to happen with Indiana. 
What do, who do we want? Not trades. Oh, my God. He plus seven in length. Oh! Somebody was saying on TV the other day that Penn State wants 50 deflections a game. What? 50 deflections? Are there... Are there 50? There aren't many more than 50 possessions. You're going to have a deflection of possession? That's craziness. Anyway, deflect, when I hear about deflection talk, I think immediately of Tom Crean, and, and my head starts to throb. Like that guy in Star Trek with a, the temples that contracted and expanded like it was breathing. I don't want to feel that way. Tom, er, uh, Dan today was talking about an apology to Tom Crean. As Dan would always say, as Ron Felling would say, no, no, or nay, nay, Nanook. Oh, no, there's no apology. What, for not firing, when he, firing him when he should have been fired? For getting an extension that was completely unwarranted at the time he got it and really hamstrung Indiana at a time when they might have wanted to make a change? Tom Crean was not the answer in Bloomington. Archie Miller was not the answer in Bloomington. we got to figure out whether Mike Woodson is. Evan Parker from Carmel, offensive lineman, 6'4", 295, class of 25, commits to Kurt Signetti. Good for him. He joins Matt Merrick from Orland Park, Illinois, who's a linebacker, as their current class of 2025 recruits. Both have committed to the Hoosiers. By the way, uh, late signing day is coming up Wednesday. We'll see where Indiana finishes up this recruiting cycle. Uh, Colts still in a holding pattern regarding Jim Irsay. It's been four weeks tomorrow since an update. I, I think given the number of people who genuinely care about Jim Irsay and want to know what's going on with Jim Irsay, it, it's the family's business. They can do it any way they want, up to them. But people care, and, and I think that that needs to be respected with some kind of an update, whatever it is, uh, you know, Something. It's been almost four weeks. People care. It's not that they deserve answers, but you know what? They'd like to know because they care about Jim Irsay as the owner of the Colts and a guy who's been a great friend to the city of Indianapolis for 40 years. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend starts in 11 days. Lil Wayne, T-Pain, Walker Hayes, Keith Urban are going to perform. There's going to be some basketball too. Saturday events are going to be held on a glass court at Lucas Oil Stadium, and it's going to have LED lighting underneath it. Why? Because the technology exists to allow that. That kind of thing drives me nuts. I really think that the basketball ought to be the star. Anything that distracts from the basketball, I think, works counter to what the NBA would really like this weekend to be about. So, uh, but there you are. Now, let's see... Who wins the Kristen Press jersey? This is a mystery jersey, and I told you it was a mystery jersey. And when it came out to be an autographed jersey from Kristen Press, from the U.S. Uh, women's, or women's National Soccer Team, I, I thought, you know what? There are a lot of people who subscribe to this channel who would not appreciate this as something that would be sent to them, something that they could win. So we'll do an Ali Ali Oxen Free giveaway uh, at some point in the future. We'll keep bidding on, on things, and when we get them, 
all good. And so out of the bottom of the Golden Prize Egg, we pulled the name Dan Heatherly. Uh, I've got his uh, Twitter handle here, and I will send him a note, and all he's got to send me is an address, and we will get this jersey to him. A lot of great stories, a lot of great entries. People with daughters who do a variety of different things with soccer. Some coach, some play. Some have daughters that they want to get interested in soccer. Uh, we're going to be happy to send this out to Don Heatherly as soon as we can, probably tomorrow. How about that? Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. And again, listen to Dan Dockich on Indy Sports Ticket 1430. Wonderful, wonderful show. Dan at his best. He was upset today about Rayfield Davis. Not happy with Rayfield Davis. Rayfield Davis made fun of Dan. Look, you know what? And, and Rayfield should know as a member of the media, you don't. You don't get into a pissing match with a man who has to fill 15 hours a week doing radio and is not averse to a little uh, media dust-up. And that is my friend Dan Dockage. So, uh, tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Can't wait. Go Hoosiers. Tomorrow night, come on.